We are a nun gimel on the base at the two dots on the bottom. Rabbi Yosef Lili have a Rabbi Yosef Lili was going on the road. Ashkechei Lebruria, he met Bruria, the wife of Rabbi Meir. Amarla Ezo Lelud. He said, "Which way should we go to Lud?" Amrale, she said to him, "Galili Shota, you foolish Galilean." Didn't the Chum say, "Alta Misha"? Don't talk so much to a woman. Hayal Chalomar You should have said, "Which way Lud?" Or which Lud? That would have been sufficient. Buria Ashkechei Lahu Tamida to have a Buria found a student who was learning silently. And Mepharshim say it doesn't mean that he was just moving his lips and forming the words but not making any sound. He was making a sound, but not out loud. He was whispering. Bachabe, she kicked him. Amrale, Lokach Katu, she said, doesn't it say, Arucha Bakol Ushmura is arranged with everything and guarded if it is arranged with all your limbs, all of your limbs, then the Torah will be guarded. And if not, it will not be guarded. Learning out loud, not just in a whisper, but actually out loud, causes your learning to be remembered. Tana, Tamida Chad Hayala Rabbi Eliezer. It's taught in the Brisa. Rabbi Eliezer had a student, she would learn silently. After three years, he forgot. All of his learning. Tana Tamida Chadaya Lola Rabbi Eliezer Shin Chayev Bistrikalamakom. Another Brysa says Rabbi Eliezer had a student who deserved to be burnt before Hashem. The Marsha says it's the same student because the person who forgets his learning deserves a very serious punishment. Amru, but the Malachim said, Hanichulo Adam Gadoshimesh, leave him alone. He served a great man. That alone is a schos for him that he studied under Rabbi Eliezer. Amrali Shmuel of Yehuda. Shmuel said to Rabbi Yehuda, Shinana, sharp one, Tach Pumech Kari, Tach Pumech Kani. Open your mouth when you read Psukim, open your mouth when you learn Mishnayos, Yehechidid Kayim Bech, the Torah so that your learning will be preserved and you will live long. Shinemar, Kichayim Heim Lemotzehem. It says, they are life, literally, to those who find them, will hold the Sarma Pei and healing to the whole body. Don't read it, those who find them, but those who articulate them with their mouth. Amrali Shmuel Rav Yehuda. Shmuel says Rav Yehuda, Shinina, sharp one, chatof v'achol, chatof v'ishte. Grab and eat, grab and drink. Rashi says, if you can afford to buy food and drink to enjoy, then buy food and drink. Don't save it for another day. The world that we are leaving is like a wedding. According to Rashi, this means it's here today and it's gone tomorrow. We'll come back to this in a minute. Rav said, If you have money, make it good for yourself. Enjoy life. There's no pleasure in Gehenna. And there's no waiting for death. The person could die any time. And if you'll say, I'll leave it for my children. Who's going to tell you what it's going to be like after you die? People are like grass. Some grow and get rich themselves, and others wither away and die. According to Rashi, the Gemara is saying, if you have money, enjoy it. Don't leave it for your children, because who knows if they're going to need it, number one, and who knows if, God forbid, they won't be around to enjoy it anyway. So live it up. 
enjoy yourself. Other Mepharshim take a very different approach, a more negative approach to enjoying this world. Sefer called Beit Shmuel Achron, the Sefer of Drushos, says, what does it mean that the world is like a wedding? The nature of a wedding is that, for a lot of people at least, they spend all of their effort on getting the right band, getting the right caterer, and relatively less effort on things like, is this ring kosher for a wedding? Are the witnesses kosher for a wedding? What's the purpose of a wedding? It's to get married. You could have a wedding without a band and without a caterer. You cannot have a wedding without a kosher ring and kosher witnesses. People get it mixed up. You use a paper clip. Instead, if the girl will accept the paper clip, that's true. But, you know, it has to be a kosher paper clip. It has to be worth a pruta. So this world is like a wedding in the sense that people have their priorities mixed up. And Shmuel is saying to Rav Yehuda, grab and eat, grab and drink, do it quickly. Don't focus on the Gashmius of the world. The world is like a wedding where people have their priorities mixed up. You don't be one of them. Grab and eat, grab and drink. The Minchas Lazar, the Mukhach Rebbe, also does not like the interpretation that the Gemara is telling a person to enjoy life. Rather, he interprets that Rav was saying that if it's good for you, that is, if you have the ability to learn, you have the skills and the capability to learn, you should do so because there's no pleasure in the grave. There's only suffering. Therefore, you should learn Torah while you're still able to. And don't say that I'll learn tomorrow because one never knows, God forbid, when death will come. And don't say, I'll leave it to my children. They'll learn Torah. They'll say Kaddish for me and so on because people are like grass. Some grow and some wither and a person cannot count on his children. Word continues. I'm Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Rabbi Shua ben Levi says, the person's going on the road and does not have accompaniment, he should learn Torah. As it says, they are an, accompany, a, an accompaniment of grace. The person has a headache, he should learn Torah. They're an accompaniment for your head. His throat hurts, he should learn Torah. As it says, it is a necklace for your throat. If his intestines hurt, as it says, it will be a healing for your insides. If his bones hurt, it will water your bones. If his whole body hurts, as it says, for his entire flesh, it is healing. Farshim asked two questions on this. First of them, Marsha asks, but we learn elsewhere that one is not supposed to use Torah for healing purposes. Why is Gemara here advocating doing so? Another question Farshim asks is, I don't know about you, but when I have a headache or stomach ache, I find it difficult to learn. How is Gemara telling me, if you're feeling bad, go learn? Not very practical advice. So they answer both of these questions by saying the Gemara is not talking about someone who actually is in pain. It says, Chash Verosho. If you're worried about your head, you feel a headache coming on, you feel a stomachache coming on, go learn Torah. One is permitted to use the Torah to guard him. One is not permitted to use the Torah as an incantation for healing, but one is permitted to use the Torah as a protection. Similarly, if one just feels the beginning of a headache coming on, he can run and learn Torah not yet in terrible pain. So that is what the Gemara is talking about. Amr Yehuda Rachia, 
Yehuda Rafia said, Come see that Hashem's way is not like people's way. The human way is to give somebody a potion, give him medicine. It's good for this part of the body and bad for the other part of the body. We know that medicines come with a list of side effects. It's going to cure your headache and it's going to, God forbid, hurt you somewhere else. Hashem is not like that. The Tantra Yisrael, he gives Torah to Yisrael, it's a cure for his whole body. As it says, for his entire flesh, it is a cure. Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Ami said, Pasuk says, and these are all psukim initially. It will be pleasant if you will guard it in your stomach. They will be established together on your lips. In Matai, the great Torah, Naim, when are the words of Torah pleasant? When you guard them in your stomach, when you remember them. When will that be? They're established on your lips. Again, learning Torah out loud helps the person retain his learning. Rabbi Zerah says from here, would be rejoicing to a person with the expressions of his mouth and a word in its time. How good is it? When is there happiness for a person? When he speaks out loud, when he learns Torah out loud. Another interpretation. When is there joy to a person with the words of his mouth? When he says a good word in its time, Rashi says, learn the halachas of Sukkot on Sukkot. Give a timely drasha. Rashi gives a second interpretation to have an answer to any question that is asked you in a timely fashion. It is very close to you in your mouth and in your heart to do it. When is it close to you? When it is in your mouth and in your heart to do it. In other words, when you learn something with your lips, then it will be close to you and you'll remember it. You have granted him his heart's desire and the utterance of his lips you have not withheld. When did you give him the desire of his heart, which is to learn Torah, Rashi says, the, the speaking of his lips, Rashi says, when you give him the intelligence to articulate his learning, not to learn silently. Rava Ramiti, Rava pointed out a contradiction in Sukkim, it says, you gave him the desire of his heart, and it says, you do not withhold what he articulated with his lips. It's a contradiction. On the one hand, it says, you gave him what his heart desires, and others you gave freely. The other one says, you do not withhold, implying when he asked for it, you gave it to him. When he merited, when he had the good sense to learn out loud, you gave him the desire of his heart. When he did not merit, Nevertheless, he did not withhold what he asked for with his lips, but he has to get it with some degree of pain. Rashi uses the expression here, if a person has a mazal tov to learn, the Munkach Rebbe, the Minchas Alazar, asks, what does that have to do with mazal? And furthermore, the Gemara uses the word zacha, if he merits. So the Munkach Rebbe explains that the word mazal doesn't mean luck, 
as people translate it, but rather it comes from the same root as nuzlim, flowing. That is, if you've given him, a person, your flow of goodness so he can learn Torah. Tana debei Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. It was taught in the yeshiva of Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov. Poma kom shenemar netzach selah ba'ed ein lo hefseik olamit. If a pasuk says netzach for eternity, selah, which is a word that we don't really have a translation of, ba'ed, or forever, ein lo hefseik olamit, is something that will never end. Netzach dikhtiv kilol olam ariv velola netzach itself. Netzach, as it says, I will not fight forever and I will not be angry for eternity. As it says, uh, as we heard, so we saw in the city of Hashem Tzvachot, in the city of Elohim, Elohim will establish it forever, Selah. Because it says, Hashem will reign forever and va'ed and ever. Amar Rabbi Elazar. Rabbi Elazar said, What does it mean in a necklace for your throat? If a person makes himself like a necklace which hangs loosely around the throat, that is, he's easygoing. If a person's easygoing, referring to the words of Torah, the words of Torah are like a necklace for your throat, if a person makes himself like a necklace that hangs loosely on his throat, meaning he's easygoing, and he's seen, but he's not seen, just like a necklace is sometimes not seen if you're the wearer's chin is down and sometimes it is seen. So too, a Talmud Chacham is not in a hurry to leave the Vesmedrash, but he sits and he reviews his learning. Then his learning will be preserved. And if not, his learning will not be preserved. Rabbi Elazar said, says that his cheeks are like a row of fragrant plants. The person makes himself like a row that everyone treads on. If the person is humble, and like Fragrance, fragrance that everybody gets fragrance from, that is, he shares his learning, teaches Torah to others, then his learning will be preserved. If not, his learning will not be preserved. The Amar Rabbi Elazar, and Rabbi Elazar said, What does it mean that the Luchos were of stone? If a person makes his cheeks like stone that never gets tired, and he's constantly reviewing his learning, then his learning will be preserved. And if not, his learning will not be preserved. Rabbi Elazar and Elazar said, What does it mean engraved on the Lukos? If the first Lukos had not been broken, the Torah would never be forgotten. Rav says, no nation would ever rule over them. As it says, don't read it, charut, engraved, read it, charut, free. Because of the luchos, the B'nai Israel would have been free. What does it mean? And from a desert, a gift? If a person makes himself like a desert, 
that everyone treads on. Then his learning will be preserved. If not, his learning will not be preserved. Rav the son of Rav Yosef, Barhama, had some anger, dispute with Rav Yosef. When Erev Yom Kippur came, Amar he said, let me go appease him. He found Rav Yosef's Shamesh about to pour him a cup of wine. Amar Havle the Imzige. He said, Let me pour it for him. Ana I'm sorry, the Imzige Ana, let me pour it for him. Yaivle Mazge. He gave him the diluted wine. Kidatame, when Rav Yosef tasted it, Amar Dami Hai Miziga la Miziga the Rabba Brad Rav Yosef. This seems to me to be the pouring of the mixture of Rava, the son of Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was blind. He didn't know who was pouring the wine for him, but he recognized that it had been done by Rava because Rava was an expert at getting exactly the right mixture. Amrle Anahu, Rava said, Rava, Braid Rav Yosef Rahama said, It is I. Amrle, Loteti Vakarach Adam Farshali, Hani Kri. Rav Yosef said to him, Do not sit down until you explain these psukim to me. My Yachtivim in Barmatana, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? It's in the Parsha Skukas. From a desert, a gift. From a gift, the inheritance of God. From the inheritance of God, a high place. From a high place, a valley. On Raleigh, he said to him, If a person makes himself like a desert that everyone treads on, then the Torah is given to him as a gift. And since it's given to him as a gift, he inherits God. And since once he inherits God, he rises to greatness. As it says, from Nachliel to high places. If he becomes haughty, Hakadosh lowers him. It says, from the high places to the valley. If he does tshuva, then Hashem raises him up. As it says, every valley will be raised up. That's not part of the Pasuk in Chukas, that's in Yeshaya. Amar of Huna, Huna said, Your flock settles there, you prepared in your goodness for the poor of Elohim. If a person makes himself like an animal that grabs its food immediately after it's killed and eats it, never saw a lion barbecue its kill. It just doesn't look for delicacies. It just eats what it needs to eat. And some say it means that it, its food rolls around in the dirt. It doesn't worry whether its food's clean. So to a person, the Gemara is not advocating specifically eating raw meat or spoiled meat. The Gemara is saying, don't be particular about your food. Then then the person's learning will be preserved. And if not, his learning will not be preserved. On, on this, he uh, says, when he says he crushes his, and eats his prey as soon as it's killed, he says he reviews his studies as soon as he learns them, and then he says the one who soils his food and eats it, he says he degrades himself for the sake of learning. 
not afraid to ask stupid questions if he wants to uh, learn something. That's, that's one of the footnotes. That's one way one degrades himself by appearing less intelligent amongst the, the other students. Right. What, what Howie and Jeff said is Rashi's second interpretation, and what I said is Rashi's first interpretation. But one is not to be particular about food, but rather to focus on learning, and the other is to review the learning and not be afraid to degrade oneself and ask a so-called dumb question. And I think the expression goes, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. And if he does that, then Hashem will make him a suda of his own. As it says, you, you, and your, you Elohim will prepare in your goodness for the poor person. Amr Rechiyabra Abba, Amr Rechiyabra Abba, Amr Abba said, Amr Yochanan said, My defeat not certain I call Priya, the one who guards the fig will eat its fruit. Why are the words of Torah compared to a fig? Just as a fig, whenever you stick your hand in it, you find figs. Figs grow repeatedly on the tree. If they're not harvested all at once, you know, the entire summer you can find figs on the tree. It's true. We have one right back here. <laughs> I knew it was true because Gemara says so. Also, my Aunt Hannah had a fig tree. So to the words of Torah, whenever a person studies them, he finds taste in them. He finds meaning in them. Amar Shmuel, Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni said, My defeat, Ayelet Ahivim V'yalat Chein, a gazelle, a beloved gazelle, and a Yael of grace. Lama Nishlu Divrei Torah Ayelet, why is the Torah compared to an Ayelet? Lamar Lecha, Ma Ayala Rachama Tzar Rachavzal Bola Kol Sha'a just as an Ayala, some deer or gazelle-like animal, has a narrow womb, is beloved to its mate at all times, like the first time. So too, the words of Torah are beloved to those who learn them every time, like the first time. And why is it called literally it means, again, some kind of gazelle-like animal of grace. It brings grace on those who learn it. Its breasts will satiate you at all times. Why is the Torah compared to a mother's breast? Just as the baby can find milk at any time. So to the Torah, whenever the person studies it, he finds good taste, he finds something, something beautiful in it. You will be enraptured with its love all the time. Kigon Rabbi Elazar ben Pedat, like Rabbi Elazar ben Pedat, Amru Alav Rabbi Elazar, they said about Rabbi Elazar, Shaya Yosheh Vosek Tav Shuka Tachon Shal Tifori, they said, you know, Mutav Shuka Yon Shal Tifori. They said about him that he would learn Torah in the lower market of Tifori. Tifori is on a mountain side, had a lower market and an upper market, and he would be learning in the lower market and his sheath, his garment, would be in the upper market that he, like a crazy person, a tishkeh, like meshugah. He's not worried about where his belongings are. He's just hurrying to learn Torah. The Marsha says, this doesn't sound like a good thing. It sounds like a crazy person. So he explains that it means a person should deliberately be 
the crazy person that is deliberately neglect his personal belongings and learn Torah, but not that he should appear to the public to be a lunatic. As you should be, you should be careless with your work as if you're doing it with the intention that the Torah will guard you, and then the Torah will guard your work. Southern Marshak explains. Not that a person should just run around looking like a crazy person because he wants to learn Torah. That is not the proper media. I'm Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar. Rabbi Yitzhak ben Elazar said, One time, a person came to pick up Rabbi Elazar's garment, and he found a snake or a scorpion in it. And but Rabbi Elazar was protected from it because he was elsewhere learning Torah. Tana Debe Rabbanan is taught in the yeshiva of Rabbanan. Mai dechtiv rochvei atonot socharot v'shvei almidin rochei alberch sichu. Literally, O riders of white donkeys, you who sit in judgment and you who walk the roads, speak up. who go from city to city and from nation to nation to learn Torah. So Charot, Shosino Tzoraim, they make their learning clear like the afternoon. They sit on Midin, Shedanin Din Emet, They judge Torah truly to its truth. Tosos Masechet Shabbos explains the double language, Dan Din Emet Lamito. A judge can listen to the witnesses and Paskin based on, okay, there are two witnesses who said, Ruvain O Shimon, $100, and I Paskin, Ruvain O Shimon, $100, that's truth. Or a judge can get to the bottom of it. There's something fishy about these witnesses. Yes, they passed all the tests. I asked them all the right questions. They answered all the right questions. But there's something fishy about it. Now I'm going to get to the truth of the truth. That's Don Dimet and Etlamito. Elu Balei Mikra, these are those who study Torah, Alderech, on the way, Elu Balei Mishnah, this refers to those who study Mishnah, Sichu, Elu Balei Talmud, to converse, these are those who study Talmud, that requires conversation more than learning Chomish or Mishnah, because Gemara is a back and forth, really requires conversation. Shekol Sichana and Divrei Torah, your entire conversation is words of Torah. Amr of Shizvi, or Shizvi said, Yeshua Mergelazar ben Azariah, in name of Mergelazar ben Azariah, Maitichiv lo yachroch remiyah tido. A crooked person will not get to roast his catch. Lo yichyeh velo yarich yamim sayad haramai. A person who hunts a lot, gathers a lot of learning, and doesn't review, will not live and not lengthen his days. Lo yichyeh velo yarich comes from yachroch. Rosh says it's as if it's short for yichyeh and yarich. And Rosh Hashanah says, such a person who doesn't review his learning is not a cheater or a trickster, he's a fool. Rather, Sayyad Haramai Yachrok. Rather, it means a clever hunter will singe the wings of the birds that he catches so that they don't escape. As soon as he catches a bird, he'll break its wing, he'll eat it, not well roasted, but just singed a little bit. That's a person who does something to preserve his learning. Kiatar Dimiyamar. When Ravdini said, he said, it's like a hunter who hunts birds. If he breaks each one's wing as he catches it, then it will be guarded. And if not, it will not be guarded. It will escape. Amr of Schorah, Amr of Huna, of Schorah said, Huna said, what is the meaning of the Pasuk? 
Hon mihevel yimait, it kovets ayad yirbe. Wealth gained by vanity will diminish, but that gathered by hand will increase. The person learns his Torah in bundles, it will be lessened. And if not, if he gathers a little bit at a time until he has a lot, then he'll have a lot. In other words, to learn methodically and systematically, not to try to just get everything at once. Amar Rava, Rava said, Yadi Ravanan Laham Yota Avriola. The Ravana know this and they transgress it. said, I did this and it was preserved in my hands. The Gemara continues, What was the order of teaching? Moshe Rabbeinu learned the Torah from Hashem. Moshe Aaron came in and Moshe taught him his learning. Then Aaron moved aside and sat to the left of Moshe. Then Aaron's sons came in. And Moshe taught them. And then they moved aside. Elazar sat on the right of Moshe. And Itamar sat on the left of Aaron. Rabbi Yudah said that Aaron would always move to the right of Moshe. Then this Kenim came in, Moshe taught the lesson again, then the Zikenim moved aside, then everyone else came in, and Moshe taught them. So Aaron heard it from Moshe four times, his sons heard it from Moshe three times, his Kenim heard it from Moshe twice, and all the people heard it one time. Then Moshe left, and Aaron taught them what he had learned from Moshe. So now Aaron's sons heard it four times, this came in three times, and Israel two times. Then Aaron left, Aaron's sons reviewed the learning, then Aaron's sons left, and this Kenim taught what they had learned. So everybody heard it four times. That a person has to teach his students four times. If Aaron heard from Moshe, Moshe heard from Hashem, Aaron had to learn it four times. Certainly, an individual learning from an individual needs to hear it four times. Rashi says, Aaron heard it from Moshe, and Moshe heard it from Hashem. Obviously, there was a lot of siyata deshmaya, a lot of divine help to retain the learning. Even so, he had to hear it four times. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, How do we know that a person has to teach his student until his student has learned it? Shinemar, because it says, V'lamdat b'nei Yisrael, teach b'nei Yisrael, how do we know you have to teach them until it is arranged in their mouth, until they can repeat it well? It says, place it in their mouth. How do we know that you have to show him a face? Rashi says it means to teach him reasons of everything, not just to say, 
this is the way it is, but to explain the reasons, even things that you did not hear yourself, so that he can understand it. Says these are the laws that you shall place before them. Why didn't everyone learn four times from Moshe? In order to show honor to Aaron and his sons and to the Skenim, nail Aaron v'nigmar Moshe v'le'ailu banav v'ligmar Aaron v'le'ailu Skenim v'le'ufum v'banav. Why didn't Aaron learn from Moshe and Aaron's sons from Aaron and the Skenim from Aaron's sons? V'le'ailu v'ligmar l'kulu Yisrael and the Skenim would go and teach all of Yisrael. Kevan de Moshe mipiag v'ragamar. Since Moshe heard it from Hashem, v'stayem milta. It would provide additional assistance to everyone to hear it directly from Moshe.